You got to give the people, wow, give the people what they want. <laughs> Say it again, I got to give the people, hey, hey, give the people what they want. Said no government ever. <laughs> we must use them and find a way to take advantage of them in any possible way. Let's use fear. Fear always works. You scare them and then they'll stab their brother in the back. Whoa, DT, that's a little bit dramatic. Hey, look, man, I'm a, I'm a dramatic dude sometimes, man. You know, we all are human beings. To quote the great philosopher Marvin Gaye, we're all sensitive people with so much to give. Understand, sugar. You know what's the wild part about it? That's a deep ass line he said. And so much to give, he's trying to give with his dick. Oh, let's get it on. Wow, baby. Let's get it on. Let's love sugar. I'm in a happy mood, man. My fucking, my football team, the, oh, did I get my welcomes out? Oh, my bad, man. Let me stop being rude. Let me welcome everybody under the sound of my voice to the book of DT. I am not a religious man, nor do I claim to be a prophet. But what I am is spiritual, you know? I fuck with the vibes, man. And the vibes change, but sometimes you can have good vibes. Be vibing out with a shorty. And then the vibes disappear. Rearranged. Or they get deranged. Who knows what happens? But you, young man, young woman, you must be consistent in what you do. And consistently point your moral compass in the right direction. If you can. See, my compass be bouncing sometimes, you know. My, my moral compass be pointing right at the church. Then I see some titties. And I say, oh, that'd be more fun to sit down in, in some hard shoes. Hard bottom shoes or whatever. Oh, I'm happy, man. My Shout out to my uh, San Francisco 49ers. Just put a smack down on Dallas. They, they just put their foot all up in Dallas's butthole. Metaphorically speaking. Of course. Fucking, it's crazy how a grown-ass man like me could be screaming at the TV like a little child. Touchdown! Wow! Football! Man, I'm, people that know me and watch me watch football, it's like, uh, for the big games, I get I get hype. Like, if it's a regular game, I'm like, eh, but Dallas and the 49ers have always been a big game for me. Ever since I was a kid, because that's my favorite team, the 49ers, and the Cowboys, that's my father's favorite team. So I hate them. Which is kind of weird because my father is, you know, great guy. William J. Thompson, my hero. One of my heroes. You know, you should have more than one hero. Because heroes tend to be flawed. <laughs> so if you get a bunch of them, you know, you can you balance them around. But anyway, I, just, I hate that team because that's my father's favorite team. And I remember they used to call the NFC Championship the real Super Bowl when the 49ers and the Cowboys played like three years straight. And then they whooped our ass two out of them three years. I remember watching that game. <clears throat> we all pumped up, you know, get some snacks for the game. And then they start winning. And I'm looking at the TV steaming, and I can feel William Thompson. Eyes on me. I was like, this nigga is over there talking shit with his eyes. So I look over there, he give me a little smile, then I, I'd leave and go upstairs to play my video game. I'm like, let me put this Madden in and show the Cowboys how it's really done. You ever do that shit? <laughs> Your team lose to a team of reality, so you 
get revenge in the video game. This this type of shit, little kids. Well, I did as a as a young youngster. I was a, like a what a teenager around them years. Yeah, about fifteen, fourteen. I'd go upstairs and give it to him in Madden. Like, see, this is what this shit happened. Just running up the score with tears in your eyes. <laughs> I'm, I'm crazy. I'm kidding. I didn't have tears in my eyes at that time. Fifteen is like when you went with for a man or a young man. Fifteen is right around the age when you stop. You know. Tearing up when you're upset, and you start breaking stuff. <laughs> Punch walls, you know, throwing controllers. It goes from an emotional state to a uh, physical, uh, physical and emotional at the same time, which is dangerous. Some niggas can't control that, and they end up uh, uh, causing harm in society, doing things like hitting your woman. It's because you know that. Emotion, they can't deal with it. Me personally, when let's say it's like I'm in a relationship with female, and the emotion gets built up, and and then the the, the man uh <laughs> the man instinct comes in, he's like, gotta shut that down, bury that shit somehow. Oh, you can't express it. Me, what I do, I just I, I tend to leave. I mean, fuck it then. <laughs> I'm walking out, and I try to say some cool shit on the way out, like it's a movie. Fuck it then, I'm out. And when I return, if you want to consist consistently be with this kind of behavior, sister, I suggest you not be here. Then you turn around cold and, and you walk out. And then you come back to no woman. <laughs> oh, and then you be saying, where did my pussy go? I wonder where it went off to. Where, 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 where? I miss my pussy so I'm calling but I can't get through Please tell that box if you see it <laughs> Alright, I'm sorry man, I should have never Like it's Monday, Derek, why are you being so crass? Man, cause people laugh at crass shit Oh man, somebody need to laugh today It's a lot of, a lot of you know, some deaths I saw some deaths on TV but not, you know, and you know, you saw the bomb. Poof, Hamas hit Israel and then Israel hit Gaza. And, you know, how long? How long will you niggas be fighting before you get shit straight? You can straighten it out, but, you know. Enough about ethnic cleansing. <laughs> Let's talk about a DT cleanse. I went two days without smoking cigarettes. And I could feel the anger building up inside of me. <laughs> like, leave my President Trump alone. Rah! <laughs> no, I'm stopped. Yeah, I, I, you know, I did a few shows last week, and I, I brought up the Trump question, and I really believe liberals are pushing everybody towards Trump's side. More and more, <clears throat> more and more, more and more <clears throat> the very thing they're seeking to do with all this bullshit is having the opposite effect with each indictment he gets more and more popular and the legend grows that's how i know these motherfuckers ain't real americans because they ain't got their pulse on how americans work right right an american will uh cheat you to make money if he can't find out if he won't get caught as long as he feels like he's balancing power but 
Americans don't like bullies, and they're bullying Trump. They got all these entities against him, and the more those like you know like the like the you have the politicians pushing against them. But for me, that's cool. Democrats are supposed to hate Republicans, but you also got Republicans pushing against them, and I'm like, mm, that's weird. But then you got the media. I'm like, damn, that's a lot. Not enough. <laughs> then you got the DOJ, the Department of Justice. Damn, that's a lot. Not enough. <laughs> then you got the FBI, the CIA. I'm like, damn, American people are like shit. All these motherfuckers can't be right. Over half of them got to be wrong. No, no, the ties are turning. I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing shows. And like, uh, I'm saying we need more black Republicans and black people not in their heads. Like, man, nigga, you all right. Let's do that shit at least four years. Can we do it four years? <laughs> That's what we should do. We should really just toss our power around in a voting block and see who wants to do the most for us. And like, we should definitely jump off this Democrat train for this next round, especially if they push forth this corpse. Like, let me be clear. <laughs> Anyone in that mental state should be driving a bus. Anyone in that mental state should have his great grandkids hiding his fucking keys. So Pat Pap don't get in the car and drive to his girlfriend's house. The girlfriend he had in 1967. I wonder what Susan's doing. But yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a fucking mess out here, man. That's why I'm high. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. You can't. High away reality, unfortunately. I tried that in my 20s. Say, man, if I smoke a blunt, this rent will go away. Nah, well, that's my problem. I, I, I want shit to be fair, and if shit ain't fair, I'm like, fuck it. I can't remember one time I was standing in this apartment complex in Raleigh. Off of what road? I wish I knew the name of the complex, I'd tell you. But I moved in. Within like six months of moving in, they raised the rent. I'm like, y'all niggas didn't have, add any amenities. Fuck y'all. I was mad because money was tight, man. Like, I would never been mad if I had bread. Isn't that interesting how that shit works? That was bad, so I sent up a check for the old amount. Month after month after month. And what they did was send me a nasty letter and put a note on my door. <laughs> it's like, look, little nigga, you don't know how the world works. I said, fuck it, I'm moving. And then I quickly realized that, damn, nigga, if I do this every time that happened, I'll be a gypsy. Or some other a nomad, some other traveling human being. Maybe that's what we should get back on. Maybe human beings should migrate from city to city like we used to migrate from uh, body of water to body of water, I'm guessing. And then if we do that, no one pays taxes. Yay. Yeah, well, meh, meh. Oh, quick update on the dude. Remember, like, a couple episodes ago, I was talking about this Colombian. Well, he's not Colombian. He's like a white dude that lives in Colombia. And talk about, you know, him banging that six. Him not wanting to go up on stage first. This motherfucker hits me up, right? Saturday? Yeah, Saturday, right? He hits me up. He's like, dude, 
I'm doing I'm doing a mic at ten thirty if you want to roll. I didn't go. You know, I had some other shit I had to work on, and then like you know, Deion Sanders and his team, Deion uh, uh and Shiloh, <laughs> and the Buffaloes were playing uh, on the Sunday. I was, I was just watching TV, relaxing. You know, you got to get your your mental health and your physical health. Physical health is very important. So sometimes you got to just take time to yourself and rest. Shut out all distractions mentally. Take care of yourself physically and rest. It's rejuvenate. So that's what I was doing. This dude hits me up before the mic. I ignore it. All right. Then he hits me up later. A bunch of times in a row. I wasn't doing anything. So I'm like, yo, let me see what this guy wants. It's like, I, 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 like I, just talking to him, I'm like, he's on some bullshit. Turns out this nigga was on coke. <laughs> I'm like, I should have known that shit. Because he, like, he hit me up. I ignored it. Three of them in a row. He's like, I'm 15 minutes away. I'm, I'm coming. I'm like, what the fuck kind of crackhead shit is this? But, you know, I was almost right. It wasn't quite crackhead energy. It was cokehead energy. So he's like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, all right, man, what you want? So I'm talking on the phone. He's like, I got to tell you what happened at this mic I was at, man. I'm like, go ahead, tell me on the phone now, nigga. What the fuck? No, man, come over, man. Just come down. I mean, you know, I, my girl's about to get some food. She'll go get food and I'll tell you the story. I'm like, all right, I'll entertain this fool. That's the thing. I be entertaining fools because, like, when you entertain somebody like that, it's always a good story <laughs> to tell. And, if you know, it kind of helps with the comedy shit, man. Like, I think about that and laugh. And then maybe I write a joke about a scenario about that motherfucker. I'm always observing. First and foremost, because I'm black. But secondly, because I'm a comedian, I'm an artist, and I must relate to the people through my art. So I was like, fuck, let's go down here and entertain this cokehead. We might get a good story. Uh, it was a decent story. <clears throat> so apparently this motherfucker went to open mic. And he's sitting in the back in the dark before they call his name. And he takes a little toot of cocaine right there in the club. Which if you're familiar with cocaine etiquette, it's bad etiquette. You're supposed to do that shit in the bathroom, bro. So they kick his little white ass out, as they should. But he tells me the story, he's indignant. He's like, man, fuck those people, man. I can't fucking believe, man, that he kicked me out, man. I was like, what you do? He's like, man, all right, so I'm in the back, man. It's like right before they call me up. So I'm trying to get my mind right. I'm trying to get ready. You know how it is. You know how it is. So I, I take a little toot of cocaine, right? And then the, then the, security, the, the security comes out of nowhere, man. It's like, man, you got to get the fuck out. I'm like, dude, what, man? I'm just doing a little bruh. <laughs> this nigga actually tried to get me to take his side. He's like, you understand, right? Fuck them, right? I'm like, no, fuck you, nigga. You, it's a certain level of decorum you should have. Of course you got people doing cocaine all over the city. It's New York, nigga. They're doing all kinds of shit. That ain't, uh, that's detrimental to their health. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, if I had a club, I'd kick your white ass out too. That's that, that see, 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 that's that privilege. Uh, a nigga would never, a nigga would never try that. <laughs> nigga do that shit. If I did that shit, they, they'd be trying to set me up like I was Frank Lucas or something. I'm like, I just got a little bit in my pocket, man, trying to get my nose powderized. 
Well, that motherfucker. I had to talk him down off his bullshit. I said, let's see, that's that cocaine in your brain, nigga. That's that cocaine in your brain that you do anything. Same thing having the Scarface. I'm like, dude. And this nigga literally said, this why, see, you like, this is just confirmation that you do what I want to do, man. I'm going to open a comedy club in Medellin. And I, I'm not gonna stop anybody from doing cocaine in, in, in my comedy club. I'm like, nigga, you can build anything in Medellin, and they'll let you do cocaine in there, man. That's the capital of cocaine. You can build a children's hospital in Medellin and do cocaine, right? Yeah, I'm here to check in my child. <laughs> ah! Whoa! It's possible. Uh, I'm like, this dude is crazy. And I'm in a weird space because I'm a comedian. I, I fuck with crazy. Crazy. That's the, that's what real life. That's what, <laughs> that's what the real life is right there in the crazy. But I'm like, yeah, I can't be hanging out. Because like that type of energy, that type of I do whatever the fuck I want, wherever I am, I don't give a fuck about respect and shit. That's the type of shit that, that like have somebody get punched in the face. <laughs> but then when he get on that politics shit, he be talking like he's uh, well, you know, we should really be doing this and that for the uh, this and the other uh, community, and uh, that's what's wrong. We need to. I'm like, man, you ain't even about that shit, nigga. If you got some power, you be one of the worst. I'm guessing. I'm surmising. This is all uh, my psychoanalysis of this individual. Yes, I'm doing something that I haven't been trained for, but this is the day and age to do that shit. It's the day and age to be an expert on something you know nothing about. You can fake it. You surely can make it. Uh, in conclusion, this has been another episode of Derek. Oh, uh, the book of DT, my bad. Hosted by me, Derek DT Thompson. Hope everyone's well, man. Peace.